Welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. This is your host, Whitney Kay, and today we are talking about stepping into that fear. Is there something you've always wanted to do, but you haven't done it? Is there a goal that you've set for yourself, but you have yet to achieve it? I guarantee you something is holding you back, and that something is fear. Fear is nothing but a limiting factor that's stopping us from working towards what we really, really want in our life. And today we're going to talk all about that. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Okay. 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 Listen, I get it. We all have fears. It's nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, it's something we need to embrace. Honestly, embrace the fears that you have because, well, you're human and it's quite all right to experience fear, but it's not okay if fear is limiting you from doing the things that you really want to do in life. We've got one life, one life to live. And time is of an essence. And the thing is, is we have to take uncomfortable action. And that uncomfortable action has to be diving straight headfirst into our fears. But how do we do something like that? How do we step into our fear when we don't even know sometimes what the fear is or where it's coming from or how to even begin tackling it? I'm going to talk to you about this today. And before I get into it, I'm going to share a couple of my personal fears that I've had in my life because (laughs) honestly, they're like, to me, sometimes I look back and I think, oh, these are so ridiculous, but, but they have been fears and some of them I have not been able to conquer yet. Some of them I have, um, One of my, here's the thing about me. I, I'm an adrenaline junkie at heart. I love, I just love that feeling of adrenaline. Now I'm not like some crazy wild adrenaline junkie that goes out and does all these ridiculous things because I'm fearful. (laughs) But the thing is, is there are things that I've always wanted to do, but I've been terrified to do them, but I have conquered that. So I'm going to talk about two of them, two of them in regards to like the adrenaline thing and one in relating to business or one relating to business. So the first thing, okay, I love the ocean. I have always been fascinated with the ocean. Um, but I'm also at the same time terrified of the ocean. I don't like not knowing what is below the surface. Do you feel me? I am the type of person that when I go to the beach, I only go up to maybe my knee, maybe if it's really clear water, my waistline in the water, because Jaws is going to come and attack me. I just know it. And I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to die out there. So I try to limit how deep I go because I don't like not knowing what's below me. So my aunt growing up when I would, and like, I'm talking like, this is, this is like childhood. This, this comes from my childhood. Okay. I used to do this when I was a little girl. I was like, no, I was terrified of the water. I even got scared in a pool 
one time y'all like I didn't want to go into the pool because nobody was in the pool and my mom was like go ahead honey go ahead and go swimming and in my mind I didn't say it out loud but I'm thinking I'm not getting in that stinking pool there's a flipping shark in there really I y'all I can't even believe I'm going to tell you this I would take baths sometime sometimes and I would fear that a shark was going to come up <laughs> out of the drain and attack me. Okay. I know many of you might be listening to this and you might be thinking, okay, she's, she's a little bit crazy, but I'm not. I promise. I guarantee you there is somebody listening to this podcast that has felt or thought the same thing at some time in their life. So don't judge me. Okay. Let's get back to the story. So I'm terrified of the water. Got that out of the park. But my aunt And my uncle, all growing up, they were avid scuba divers, okay? And my aunt was like, you should just get your scuba diving certification because the ocean is so beautiful and there's so many great things below it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. But I did. When I was 13 years old, actually 12, 12, 13, somewhere around there, I got a junior scuba diving certification. And I would go scuba diving with my aunt all over the place. We've been to Cozumel, Mexico. I've been to Jamaica. I've been to the Bahamas. I've been scuba diving. I've, I've done cliff dives. I've done night dives. I was fascinated with it. But before I, I, so when I did these trainings and I was getting certified, it was in a lake. Okay. I'm okay with a the lake. There's big fish, but there's no big sharks. Okay. And I don't know why I'm terrified of sharks. When I got to the ocean it took me a minute. It took me a minute to like get in the water. I was okay. Got in, saw below me. I was, pre- I was, I was cool. It was peaceful. It was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But knowing that I then had to go down to 60 something feet for this dive was terrifying for me. I almost hyperventilated, had a panic attack, got my ass out of the water, but no, I just, I had to commit. And yes, I did have the comfort of my family and other divers and instructors around me. So that definitely did help, but I conquered that fear and I went for it. And now today I crave getting back in the water and doing a dive because I absolutely love it. I love it. I'm still weird when I am at the ocean and I'm not in scuba gear. (laughs) So like, if you ever see me at the ocean, I'll go in the water, but I'm a little hesitant. You'll see that side of me come out still. Okay. But then there's another one, um, bungee jumping, something I've always been intrigued by something I've always admired, uh, watching other people do it and take that fearless action of just diving off of a cliff being held up by only a cord by their ankles. I mean, God forbid somebody didn't hook the cord up right, or God forbid, you know, the cord snaps or God forbid it can't hold the weight or, you know, God forbid the, the, the cord isn't, you know, um, or it's too long and you hit the ground or it's too short and you bounce back up and you smack your head and bust your head wide open on the bridge or whatever you just jumped off of. Like, this is where my mind goes. This is where my mind goes. So I've always been terrified of bungee jumping, but it's something I've always wanted to do. And I remember I went with a group of friends and we went to go bungee jumping. And the hardest part 
the hardest part I really do think about fear is getting up to the moment of taking action. It's that is the most challenging part of fear because fear, all fear is, is a negative feeling about an action we have yet to take. We already are like assuming this feeling and it's consuming our entire body almost to a debilitating state to where we have not even taken the action that we're so fearful about. Okay. Think about that. So I'm getting up to the top of where we're supposed to be doing this jump, right? And the whole time, it's like my heart's beating faster. I'm starting to sweat. My palms are like clenching or my fingers are clenching into my palms. I I can't breathe. They're talking to me. They're asking me if I'm all right. And all I can say is, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like no words could come out of my mouth because I I was so just paralyzed with fear of what I was about to be doing, right? And I remember the guy strapping me in and he was trying to make me laugh. And I was trying to say to him, don't you dare do that one, two, three, and push me on at, off at two, because I'm going to be like, I know this. I seen this. I watched this a million times. I know how this goes down. So don't you dare try to joke with me. He's like, okay, I get to the, I get to the edge and I'm all strapped in and he's, he has the cord in his hand behind me because he's got to hold it. So, you know, it doesn't get tangled. And I, and I've got my toes hanging over the edge, looking to my death. (laughs) And my friends are like, you got this, you can do it. Go Whitney. And I'm just sitting there with this huge lump in my throat. And I take that gulp and I'm just like, oh my gosh. He's like, are you ready? And I was like, yeah. And I jumped. I just threw myself off the freaking cliff because I thought he was going to count down and push me off. I thought that instead of saying one, two and pushing me or one, two and three and pushing me, I thought he was going to push me at one. In fact, I thought he was going to push me at without even saying one. So what I did is I just beat it and I just hurled myself off the cliff. I didn't even have time to think about what action I was taking. I just jumped who in their right mind does that? Not me. And I think that's why I conquered the fear. I think the fact that I didn't for a second think about what the heck I was doing, I just jumped. I just hurled. I just launched myself off the platform into the inevitable bliss of uncertainty. Like I did not know what was going to happen, but praise God above. I am here with you today to share this story. So that is, that is my adrenaline fear that I've conquered. Okay. And then there's this business fear. Okay. I have, and I'm sure like you, I've invested in, in tons of coaching and, um, mini courses, weekend courses, weekend retreat, retreats, seven day courses, 14 day, you know, workshops. I've done all those things. I've never invested hugely into my business for coaching or mentorship because of fear, fear that I wouldn't be able to commit fear that I wasn't 
the the right student for the program, fear that I wasn't successful enough to participate in the coaching program, fear that I was going to let myself down, fear that I was going to let my family down, fear that I was going to let my mentor down, fear that I wouldn't be able to follow through, fear of what people would think of me. All of these things were holding me back from taking action in my own business. What was I doing? It's like I was handcuffing myself to my own, to my own uncertainty and own fear that was literally debilitating me. It was, it was, it was paralyzing me in a moment of stuckiness. Yeah. Like I was stuck and I didn't, I knew what I had to do. I knew that I had to take this action in order to propel myself forward in order to get better at who I am as a person, as a woman in business, at all the things that I want and desire. But in order for me to do that, I had to conquer my fear. But how did I do that? Because I ended up investing in the largest program and largest investment coaching program that I think I've ever, well, I I know for a fact I've ever done in my life. And here I am in a year long commitment, scared out of my mind. But in order to, to, to take that leap and, and make that investment and move forward with what is something that is going to change my life. I had to conquer the fear. Let's rewind. I had to figure out why I was experiencing such a negative feeling about an action I had yet to take. So what, what is fear? What, why was I having this fear? Fear, it, 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 Tony Robbins says that it triggers a psychological flight fight, flight, or freeze response. Okay. It's, it's designed for us. It's designed for our own survival. Subconsciously, we react to fear in order to protect us. It's crazy. It's almost like you don't even consciously know that your subconscious is making you take negative action that could prevent you from fulfilling greatness in your life. It's crazy. Okay. But it's normal. You're not crazy. The, 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 the way that fear works is crazy. You're not crazy for being fearful because we're all, we all experience feel fear. Um, so another thing I had to understand is, you know, how can I overcome this fear? How can I overcome this feeling that I am tied to that is limiting me from moving forward? Well, I had to identify number one, this is the first thing I had to do. I had to figure out what the heck my fears were. What was I so terrified about? I had to learn to overcome fear by problem solving my challenge. Okay. I had to figure out what was challenging me and why I was feeling this way. The second thing I had to realize is that fear can work for me. It doesn't have to work against me. Okay. 
We have these feelings and these emotions that tell us things in regards to the things we think and believe. And fear can be a negative feeling. It can be a negative emotion, but you can, and you ultimately do have the power to flip your emotions and your feelings around fear in order to have a positive outlook on the action that you need to take towards the fear that you have. I deal with anxiety impact panic attacks. Um, they're not fun. And what's crazy is, is they always seem to happen around the same time of year, the holiday season. I maybe need to talk to a counselor as to what in the holiday season triggers my anxiety like crazy, but anxiety Whenever, like there's, there's two different experiences that you could be having. So fear again is having that negative feeling being anxious or having anxiety is what you experience up to the moment of taking action when fear is present. Okay. So for example, when I was going up and getting myself strapped in getting ready to take that (laughs) almighty leap off of the cliff, that heart racing, sweating, fingers and palms clenching, or my hands clenching together, almost on the verge of, of hyperventilating and not being able to talk. That feeling those experiences that I was, I was experiencing in the moment was anxiety. And from somebody that deals with anxiety and deals with panic attacks, I personally have been able to mentally talk myself out of bad situations when that, when those feelings start to come on. And I know that if my mind has the power to overcome an anxious moment, a panic filled moment that is coming on by my body and my brain, I know that I can also overcome fear because I can overcome those moments by talking myself out of them, by taking deep breaths, by calming my heart, by going into really kind of like a yoga state of mind, a Zen state of mind, and just giving myself peace and calmness about what it is that I'm feeling in the moment. Okay. So understanding that fear doesn't have to work against me, that it's something that I can use to push me forward creates a different type of relationship with the word fear. So the next thing I had to do is now that I was at peace with understanding that fear is okay, how do I get comfortable with it? Well, you have to sit with it for a while. It's kind of like a person. When you meet somebody new, you might be a little standoffish. You might be a little hesitant and you might not open up completely. It's going to take a little bit of time for you to get comfortable and and understand the person and how it works and understanding the fear and what triggers it and how it, how it communicates to your body and how your body reacts to it and really and truly understanding the root of where it comes from. 
Think about the root cause of where that comes from and sit with it. What are, what is it that you're telling yourself in the moments that you're experiencing fear? And what is it that you can shift or pivot in regards to telling yourself so that you can overcome how you feel about that fear that can then propel you into action. So then the next thing that you are going to want to try to do is to create goals around the fear. Tony Robbins also states that oftentimes the process of overcoming fear becomes stemmed by unsurprising and elusive goals that we set for ourselves. So to turn around and basically ask yourself, what does the life you desire and deserve truly look like? Is it just a someday, a maybe, a plan, or do you actively work towards it? Is it something that is attainable and you're willing to commit to? The first step in overcoming fear is identifying whether or not you're creating a compelling goal. Again, this is all by Tony Robbins. Phenomenal, phenomenal work. If you don't follow him, follow him. This is what this this podcast is inspired by today. I have to set goals that are musts in my life. I have to set goals that I know that I am deserving of, that I am worthy of, and that the Lord, his almighty, powerful hand has given me blessings towards receiving already. Then I have to recognize the excuses that I'm giving myself for not wanting to go after or for not going after those goals. There's things that we tell ourselves every single day that basically give us validity behind our own negative thoughts. It's like we tell ourselves or we justify why we're under why we shouldn't be deserving of that. Why we're not worthy? Why we're not good enough? You know, why we can just push it off till tomorrow and the next day and the next day because we don't have a t- enough time right now. I had to get really clear as to what my excuses were and why I was using them to justify me not taking action towards this fear that I did not want to face. And it was within the, those mixture of excuses that I found my true yucky identity, the identity within myself that I was concealing the identity that I was too afraid to confront When I was able to recognize when I was using those excuses and then figure out how I could overcome them, that is when that breakthrough started happening. I get that we all have excuses. I could have a girlfriend right now call me and say, hey, I need your help. Can you come over and help me do something really quick? Now my baby's sleeping right now and I could use that as an excuse. Well, I could but the baby's sleeping. This is just a really lame example, but it's not, but you guys get my point, but the baby's sleeping. Am I not able to go wake up the baby right now? It's not like she can't take another nap at the other time of the day. That's an excuse. It's just because I don't want to do it. If I'm real, 
and I'm honest. But why don't I want to do it? What's the root as to why I don't want to do it? Is it because I know deep down if I go over to this certain friend's house that it's not going to take just 30 minutes? I'm going to end up over there for three hours because I always end up over there for three hours? Is that the real reason? I don't know. I'd have to do some soul searching. I don't even know what friend I'm talking about because I used it as an example, but (laughs) we all have those types of friends. So understand and recognize your excuses and where they're coming from. And then the next thing, it's all about mindset and it's all about who you surround yourself with. Ladies, hear me when I'm saying this. You will only become the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And that same thing applies to your fear and overcoming it. If you're around small-minded people, people with limiting beliefs, people with negative outlooks on life, people that aren't working for bigger and better things, people that aren't dreaming big, people that don't have the best intentions for you at the surface of the relationship, then you need to move on. You can still love them. That is fine. But you don't have to associate with them all the time. Put yourself in a room with people that are going to inspire you, that are going to motivate you, that are going to push you, that are going to make you stop and think to yourself, my God, I want to be like that. I better get my ass in gear and take uncomfortable action into my fear. Because it's people like that that are going to be in your corner cheering you on and also know what it's like to confront the same fear that you're needing to confront because they've been there or they're currently there, but they're willing to confront it with you. If you limit your mind with the people that you choose to surround yourself with and what you choose to do with your own time, I'm telling you right now, you will find it very challenging to move into a growth place in your life and a consistent stride forward, overcoming fear, struggles, battles, or anything that you need to do in order to get to that next level that you desire. So Have a mindset sweep, get out all the junk, throw it out the door, the Netflix and chill crap. That's not positive or uplifting that puts you in a negative space. The endless hours of watching the news that are nothing but all consuming and make you wonder why the heck you're even living in a world like it is today. (laughs) You know, start reading positive books, put yourself around positive people, find the friends that want better for you, that want more for you, that inspire you to take action. If you can do all of this, I promise you, I promise you will begin to conquer those fears. Hey friends, thanks for taking the time today to jump on in and listen to the Uno Mas podcast. 
podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Leave us a review. Let us know how you're liking it. And then if you're on Instagram and Facebook, like most of us are, go ahead and tag us, share in your stories, invite your friends, and we look forward to Uno Mas podcast next week. Thank <laughs> you.